Dude, back at you already, although it's uh, Saturday now, February something or other, and uh, you won't hear this until next Friday, if then, because not everybody listens the day it comes out. So, uh, yeah, it's episode number 885, heading for that big 888, infinity all the way. Ah. <sighs> Congratulations. Did I say that already? Maybe not to uh, Jason for uh, hitting 600 the other day in a, in a very good podcast. Very interesting. He had lots to say, lots of gems, and it was very loose, and uh, he just let it come out. And, and that's the way to do podcasts, you know. Well, if you can. Not everybody likes that way. Some people like to stick to the script and uh, no going off topic. Well, that ain't my style. Today I don't have a topic, which uh, is even better, because it means I can go anywhere I want, anywhere this motor mouth of mine, motor mouth of mine wants to take me. I like alliteration. I like a little alliteration. I like a lot of alliteration. Well, that's not so good. Okay, okay, okay. Calm down. Back up. Back up. Let's uh, get it in gear and uh, see where we can get to. I've been uh, digging through my old music. It's just quite wonderful. I I, I mean, when I go out for a walk with my iPhone and I go to my music selection, the the songs that I've chosen to be on that iPhone and set it to, uh, you know, shuffle, I'm just always so delighted. It just, you know, you hear something, and it's like you're hearing it for the first time. I think that's part of getting older, you forget things and and things are kind of coming at you fresh again. And sometimes you just hear things in a way you just didn't hear it before. Like the lyrics come out or a certain sound. And it's just, uh, it's just rich. Um, There is a a topic that I will get on to. I sent out a lot of emails yesterday. Some of you listeners may even may have even received an email from me uh, suggesting that you write in by March 30th for the next uh, edition of the Dixon Jane Zine, the digital zine, which will be spring 2022. We did one in fall 2021. So, uh, you know, I'm aiming for twice a year. That's plenty. And I was just kind of inspired um, yesterday to just, okay, you you got to get something, you got to do something productive, right? So firing off, you know, I don't know, maybe 40 emails to uh, a variety of people scattered all over the place to suggest. And then, of course, most will just sort of forget or will go in the trash or something else is going on in their lives or just not the time, and I'll have to send out reminders, and that's okay. That's how the game works. But it got me thinking, because I didn't even know until I dug out my old issues, oh, there was a topic selected in Vans, and it's called Connections. And yesterday, by coincidence, or, no, it, it all ties together, I had the most amazing connection. And I tried writing about it today, And it's kind of hard because I'm very, you know, I'm very aware. When I'm speaking, I don't care if I make a mistake, if I babble on, so what? So what? Talk is cheap, especially on the free podcast. Um, But writing, you know, I'm very aware. How how will this come across to somebody reading it? And so I I edit and I change things and I reread, make sure I haven't used the same word too often and... I try to stick with, okay, where do I want to go with this? So it does get a little tricky. So I got I got a few paragraphs in and then just stopped and thought, well, why don't you just try telling the story anyway? What happened? 
during the last podcast. Now, the last podcast will be the one preceding this that I can assume you've heard if you're listening to all of them. I was delighted with it. I felt, wow, because the goal is always for me to have effortlessness. Effort, effortlessness? Yeah, I could say that. Uh, in this Zen kind of way of just let things go, let them happen, let it flow. And don't fight it. Just just go. And what comes, comes. And that's what happened. Now, there was an awful lot of talk, oh, my God, about this uh, uh, little mic that I wanted, the Tula. And I thought it was kind of funny that it began with that, with me talking about how cool they were, and then ended with me in kind of a, a fake sales pitch to, why am I talking about last podcast? Because I don't know how far I got. I don't know if you realize the the degree that that toke really impacted my day. That's that's where I'm getting to. Uh, it shaped the content of the podcast. I mean, that little speech I gave about Ukraine. I was pleased with how the words all came together because I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to I have this new piece of information. There's a war. Innocent people are going to be killed and hurt and houses and buildings blown up and children terrified and men left behind while the women flee to other countries for safety. Uh, it's just horrific. This is We have a tyrant, a dictator in Europe, in Russia, Putin, who's... I I'm, I really feel, and I think a couple of other people voice this, oh, this is the end for him. He's made a miscalculation. The world is pissed. Hey, we're not going to start a war with you. We're not going to send troops in and start fighting your soldiers, because maybe that's what you want. But the world is going to turn against Russia, and the Russian people are going to get pissed. Say, hey, fuck, how come I, I'm, I'm being hit by my country? How come these rich guys... You know, the, the people around Putin, they're not being hurt, but we're being hurt. Our sports heroes, our musicians, you know, they can't go in the Euro contest anymore. Well, why Why is the world doing that to us? Well, you know, this, they're going to be starting to think, wait a minute, what's wrong with this picture? People already are demonstrating, those brave souls in Russia who have the courage to do that. Because Putin is known to take out anybody who uh, disagrees with him. Anyway, I don't want to spend this whole podcast talking about that, but it was it was weighing on me, and I thought I can't just sit here and talk nonsense. I've got to somehow process this thing, and I and I I felt I did it to my satisfaction after that toke. Well, that toke turned out to be it, it went a lot further than that because I guess the podcast ended with my plea to the. Um, marketers at Tula to send me two of your wonderful mics. Don't think that will happen. Don't think I'll send that because, uh, holy shit, who's this crazy? You think we'd give him a free mic? Some guy's playing tunes he's not, not licensed to and rambles on for an hour. No, I don't think that's a guy we want to get behind. So yeah, all right, my credibility's gone. But what happened was I continued my walk. I finally, the first time I tried to get up, I just fell right back down under the bench. Like, whoa, no balance here. And I just sat and listened to more music for a good, you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes more. And then took a walk. And as I reached a turning point, like I normally I would go to the right and cross this other bridge across that little creek. This is in Cedarbrook Park, where I have my second favorite bench by, by the creek. Um, I decided, no, there's an opening leading up to the streets. There's another entrance to this park, and I don't know those streets. Why didn't I go up there instead? So I just, this kind of randomness, you know, that you, you sometimes make in a day's many decisions. You just choose this instead of that. And it may have no significance at all, or it may change your day. And yesterday's decision to go left instead of right and leave the park had what 
is potentially a life-changing event. Now, it may come to nothing, and that's why I got stalled on my piece of writing, because I don't know the ending yet. I know the beginning. I know what happened. And what happened is this. I saw a man coming in, a man who I, I would sometimes in my old ESL ways would say, oh, a new Canadian, because he wasn't white. And I know that's wrong. He might have been born here. Well, he, I don't think he was. But I saw him, and I have a tendency to talk to strangers that I meet on the road. On the way in, I talk to the same guy shoveling the ice out of his driveway as I do each time, and uh, we chat together. And this gentleman I'd never seen before, but I stopped and talked and said something about the weather. That's just a safe opener to gauge his reaction. And then I went on and I basically gave him the speech that you heard on the last podcast, that business about these are, there are individuals on this planet who live for power and are full of hatred and frustration and they don't think twice about hurting people. They're living for power and there's all kinds of them in every country. Whereas people like he, this person I'm talking to on the street, and myself are just the little people who just want a nice day to walk in the park. And I talked about how fortunate we were to live in Canada where our tax dollars go to putting up those two bridges I just crossed, or was going to cross, and create this wonderful green space for all of us to enjoy. And there are no bombs falling and how wonderful it is to be Canadian at this time. And he was just, I could almost say enraptured because I was really on target. Like I was really, bam, I was delivering, you know, television worthy performance. I know, I know that sounds like I'm bragging, but okay, let me clarify. I was high, so it might have seemed better (laughs) than it really was. But no, I, I, he was, he was very interested. And foolishly, as I too often do, I ended with the fact that I have a podcast. Oh, I like podcasts. I didn't have a pen. He didn't have a pen. And he said, I'll tell you what, you know, how about you leave your information for me in your mailbox? And he asked for my address because he walks. I asked him if I knew. He asked where I was and I told him the street. And he said, oh, I walk there all the time. So he said, why don't you leave your contact information in your letterbox and I'll go to your letterbox and I'll take it and I'll leave mine for you so that we can meet again and have a walk together and a talk together. This was wonderful. This was the part that went beyond, you know, that just little decision to go this way instead of that way, to have an encounter. And then from from that encounter to say, hey, let's meet again. Not only that. When I got home, this was no longer just that guy and me. This was me organizing a group of men, or open to anybody perhaps. I'll, I'll, we'll, see, we'll work that out. At the local community center, which backs onto that park, the Cedarbrook Community Center, which has space and is open for programs. And I thought, I'll start a program of random people from the neighborhood who just like to talk and maybe we'll call it walk and talk. We'll take walks in that park and we'll chat and then we'll go back in for coffee or other discussions like the men's group I have. In fact, I'm perfectly set up to do this because of my mediation background. Are, are you still with me? Are you, are you still fucking listening? I hope so. I hope so because this is important. Now, none of this has happened, right? This is just my mind after that toke. I've got this bigger picture going here. And it's still with me today that, yeah, I'll organize this thing. I'll go and I'm I'm going down the list of which particular politician I would go to to ask for funds if we needed some for coffee money or whatever or printing. And I felt so 
engaged myself. But yes, Ken, what a perfect use of your resources. You've been in a couple of men's groups. You're good at it. People in the group are continually giving you good feedback. Thanks, Ken. That was interesting. I could do this. I'm an ESL teacher, so I can talk to people whose language, first language is not uh, English and make myself understood very clearly. I know, I know. To some of you, this may sound like, oh, he's just bragging here. No, boys and girls, I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life because this is to counteract that feeling of, oh, my God, I I don't walk well anymore, like I'm just getting old, and I won't be traveling anymore, and this is the end of the picture. You know, this this is the story's over. And suddenly, because of that chance toke, well, it wasn't a chance toke, I planned it, but that chance encounter just fired off so many new ideas, so many connections, and there's the topic, connections, that stem from that. So, yeah, this community center, wouldn't that be great to say meet every two weeks or whatever, or have it, you know, I could happily go there, short drive from my house, go in there, set up a day and a time so that it's consistent, and then we either go for a walk first or go for a walk after or whatever it is, you know. But get a group, because it seemed, in the course of our conversation, he did talk to, it wasn't just me talking, it was him too, coming back at me about how he likes to take these walks, and he spends his time reflecting, and he's depressed from the news, and we talked about different things, and he really wanted to continue this thing. So last night, I found a very nice piece of paper, actually the theme was peace, it was an old Christmas card. And it showed sort of a a group of people circling the globe. Well, that's a perfect card. And I wrote a note. Hi, my new neighbor friend from Felicity. He lives on Felicity. And gave my contact information to email and so on. Did not mention my podcast. We'll uh, save that for later. Because I realized for a lot of people, this just, you know, this is a select market. There's a lot of people who would just find an awful lot of this podcast of no interest whatsoever. And that's fine. I'm I'm good with that. It's for me. It's for me. It's not for everybody. That's okay. You know, I could do a best of pulling something out. But no, we're not going to bother with that. Um, so I wrote that card and I put it in the letterbox that evening thinking the next day. I'll open the letterbox, it'll be gone, and his will be in there. Because that's what he was going to He was going to write his stuff and put it down there. And we could go from there. However, yesterday snowed. And it wasn't a good day for a walk, and he didn't go out. Today is Saturday. And as of this time, that my little card is still in the letterbox. All he got was my address. And I kept saying, look, there's a big silver, long silver van and he didn't want to hear that. No, I just, I got to remember the address. I got to remember the address. And so the possibility exists that he's forgotten the address and isn't going to go up to every house on Farmbrook and check in the letterbox for a note. So that may be the end of it. Maybe nothing will happen. But the idea is there in my head. And this is the thing about life. Boys and girls, listen, listen, listen. How things can come from these chance encounters, from these smallest, most insignificant things. The little decisions, the ripples, the ripples, the ripples. That can happen, that can touch us, that can touch others, that we can be touched by. You're going to be hearing some music in this podcast, and it's because the Barstool Buddha, Harold, my good friend in Bangkok, who I may never see again in real life, and since there's no afterlife, never again, period, um, said, oh, I found this thing on Fairport Convention. And Fairport Convention was a group we used to listen to, myself, Harold, the Barstool Buddha, and uh, our interesting friend, Richard. I couldn't find an adjective for him. I was going to do crazy, and uh, some might take offense to that. But he was uh, he was out there. Let's say he was out there. Um, loved Fairport Convention and the connecting uh, 
musician, Matthew Southern Comfort, the other band that spun off from Fairport. And so today I watched a an hour and a half documentary on Fairport Convention, and and this was this was a band from started in '66, I think, uh, going back to traditional English folk music, trying to make their own sound. Uh, it's a very very interesting documentary if you happen to be interested in that kind of music. Uh, the story of the band and the tragedies and the unfolding and the changing, and now. 50 years later, or that was 50 years, it was five years ago, um, they sort of reconvened and put on a an annual concert, folk festival in England. And it's still going strong with changing membership and so on. Anyway, wonderful story, but that made me dig into it. Harold sending me that link made me dig into my music and going back up to my other computer upstairs. I've got the little thumb driver right here, a USB drive in my pocket where I was able to get, ah, Matthew Southern Comfort, Second Spring. That was the album with the great songs. Check to see, have I ever played these before? Yes, I have. My earliest podcast, probably the second and third episode, Please Be My Friend. So you're going to be hearing some of the songs that I have played in the past simply because my good friend in Harold in, in Bangkok, Harold the Barstool Buddha, sent that little wave out, you know, that little butterfly flapping the wings. Hey, Ken, have you seen this about Fairport Convention? Remember sitting in Glenn's basement listening to this stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me search that out. So there you go. Oh, my God, 21 minutes. Well, that's what happens when you don't have notes, folks. <sighs> notes. Now, there's a good word to use. as a starting word for a qu- quirtle or a, a wordle. Scarborough Dude signing off from Bluffers Park. Um, <laughs> that. That felt good for me. I don't know about you listening, but for me, it was uh, it was all I needed to do today. Because that's what this is about, boys and girls. It's just about being fucking loose. Loose. Loose like a goose. Loose, 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 loose. Goose. Goose. <laughs> that wasn't such a good idea. Bye for now. I sung and I told everyone about you But they laughed and they told me I'd never win And I struck my best friend For saying that you were just a play girl Taking me Just forget what I've done and let's start again So the folks that I knew came to see me no more They said that I'd fallen in deep with you Now I hear them all walking right by my door But I love you girl, what can I do? Forget what I've done, let me make amends. My old friend, he stopped me in the road one day, and he looked so despairing into my eyes. I just turned and walked home. Well, I 
Okay, Discover Dude back at you from uh, Cedar Brook Park. The signage makes that two words, Cedar Brook. And I'm back on my favorite bench. <clears throat> I was hoping I would bump into that gentleman I talked to the other day, the man I was talking about in the uh, previous clip. Uh, but the chances of meeting somebody in a huge park at a certain time on you know any given day... It would be real coincidence. I did leave that note uh, in my mailbox, and either he got cold feet, or his wife said, you just can't go talking to strangers, or he completely forgot the address, which is quite possible. But uh, anyway, he has not come and picked it out. Um, that's so that we could actually get to know each other and, and uh, you know, continue what could be a friendship. But the reason I'm talking to you now is that I I need to clear this up in my head a little bit. I have to ask myself, Ken, is this just, again, all about you and your ego? I'm I'm good at the art of conversation. Is that that you want an audience? Is that really behind... What's going on here? And, and this is where my, my self-doubts and my insecurities kick in, you know. Because truly, the thing that gets to me, that you know, all the time is that it, it seems like in our cultures, in, in these sub- suburbs we live in, maybe in the cities too, of course, we are more and more isolated, more and more insulated from each other nervous about talking to strangers I think it's increased with multiculturalism that you know when we first moved into uh, let's say when I was in grade 4 it would be 1959 1960 uh, everybody on the street was white there was a welcome wagon that came to your door and welcomed you to the neighborhood and gave you things and everybody just you know fit in somehow on that little middle-class white Canadian street. And that's changed. That's not the makeup of Canada anymore. And I think a lot of people, whether they're white or non-white, are are hesitant about approaching each other. There aren't many opportunities to engage with strangers. And I really, really believe that, you know, I, I was so rattled by the war in Ukraine and it just seemed so timely to strike up a new friendship with a stranger and talk about that and talk about other things it just seemed very significant now again I mentioned I I got high and that often makes things sheds a different light on things and, and sometimes it's illusion Uh, But sometimes it's real. And I believe my sincere feeling was, wow, wouldn't it be good if more strangers, if if he and I connected with other strangers in this neighborhood, and it's a vast neighborhood, um, just for the sake of getting together and, and talking, getting to know each other. Sort of the way our men's group does, but the men's group, we know each other, there's a, there's a trust, it doesn't go back to anybody else, uh, and it was originally about personal issues in your own life, and now it's spread out to, uh, you know, any any topic. And again, I thought, well, Ken, if anybody's qualified, you are, with your teaching background and with your uh, mediation experience of, of, you know, seeing the other side of learned listening and... Uh, you know, you've got a skill set, and you've got time, and you've got this amazing facility. I did go online and check out the facility, the uh, Cedar Brook Community Center, and it's empty a lot of the time. There's not a lot going on. Of course, a lot of that was SARS-related, but they talk about programs and programs for kids and so on, and there's probably some, you know, uh, card games maybe that somebody's organized but I, I wouldn't do it around a card game I, I do it around the idea like I say we'll walk and talk 
It's a place to walk, and afterwards we meet together and just have a conversation. Um, so I, I still think it's a good idea, but I'm just trying to get at the root of my, my motivation, or if I never connect with this person again, will I go any further? My intention is to go up to the community center on uh, this week coming. It's Sunday today, maybe Monday, and talk to somebody there. And so what does it take to organize a group and, and get a room assigned, you know, every two weeks on a certain time? You know, 2 o'clock every Thursday or something, or every second Thursday. And see what's involved, you know. And then I thought, well, there's lots of community papers to put an ad in. Could do that. So it would be nice to get a little support from a, a local, you know, a, a ward, a city councillor maybe, and talk to somebody in their office. Come on, you know, what, you, what could go wrong? This is what your community needs more of. Celebrating the parks and the facilities that we have here. Um... Where else was I going with that? Um, there's also online, I've just joined this Neighbors thing. Is it Neighbors? I can't remember. And I, it was a little suspicious at first. Um, but a lot of people are on it. And I, I get the messages. Somebody, you know, they complain about their car was robbed. Or how much does it cost to get your driveway shoveled? Or somebody else complaining about houses becoming rooming houses without any guidance or guidelines or uh, adhering to local laws and so on, zoning laws. So a lot of complaints, too. And then some weirdos, there's a couple of anti-vaxxers posting. So it's a, yeah, you get a little bit sketchy there. But it would be an ideal place also to place an ad for you because you can zoom right into this local neighborhood, people in this area. And, uh, you know, get that would be a, a great um, what do you call it? A, a starting point, maybe. So, anyway, I'm, I'm sharing that with you on this podcast. And, and again, it's the, the thing I do on the Dixon Jane's podcast is I try and understand my own mind. Well, what am I thinking? What 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 are my motivations? What are my my real feelings about this? What what's what's my incentive? You know. Uh, gosh, it'd be nice to be thinking about a way to make money. My wife is still so worried about the future. And I realize I'll be dead long before she becomes an old lady. She's just turned 60. I'm 73. Um, I'm giving myself to 80, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I'm not putting a, not, not putting any bets or taking any bets. But just that she will be on her own much longer. And so I don't feel I have to worry about the immediate future, but, you know, she, if she's living another easily 40 years, wow, how is she going to manage? So, yeah, so there I, I should be thinking about, yeah, is there some way I can become gainfully employed? Although, as I've said many times on this podcast, I just don't have the energy to I could, there's no way I could do the tour that uh, I've been doing for 25 years. Anyway, I'm gonna. I'll try and keep this short and focused and on topic. I'd be curious to know if there's any feedback. I, I do think it's a good idea. I do think good can come of it. I mean, I was the other thing I did was I was, uh, was the first chair of our school council when those were mandated and they had to have a chair and. I led that, and I tried. I had a drop-in center that nobody came to. I put out a, a newsletter that nobody really read. So I, I have the the skills and the interest and the, the drive, even. But does anybody else really want it? I think people need it. Whether they know that or not, I don't know. But I do think people need an opportunity, strangers, to, to talk about issues in, in the news, and especially to... Uh, people of varied backgrounds, and I think I am, as a Canadian representative, I think I'm very good, having lived in Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, having lived outside the country, and and I I do think I have an awful lot to offer, so there you go, Scarborough Dude signing off, I know, you can do all this stuff online too, but that ain't the same, that ain't what I'm interested in. Tuesday, I'm meeting Brent, the Closet Geek. I'm excited about that. 
Stay tuned. You'll hear all about it. Skyward Dude signing off from Cedarbrook Park. It's just starting to snow. It's got a cold, no sign of the sun. So this will not be a long walk. Bye for now. Happy talk, keep talking, happy talk. Talk about things you'd like to do. You gotta have a dream if you don't have a dream. How you gonna have a dream come true? Talk about a moon floating in the sky, looking like a lily on a lake. Talk about a bird learning how to fly, making all the music he can make. Talk about things you'd like to do You gotta have a dream If you don't have a dream How you gonna have a dream come true Talk about a star Looking like a toy Peeking through branches of a tree talk about a girl talk about a boy counting all the ripples on the sea happy talk keep talking a happy talk talk about things you'd like to do you gotta have a dream Dude, back at you. Uh, parked outside the Cedarbrook Community Center, where I've just had a very pleasant 45-minute meeting with the um, uh, community recreation programmer, a fellow called Mike, a super nice guy. This is under uh, Toronto Parks, Forest, and Recreation. Uh, it's my neighborhood uh, community center, and it, I've been here almost 30 years. It is the first time I've actually gone inside. I've been in the foyer and looked at the rack where they have programs. I never went through the main doors. What an amazing facility. Gorgeous. Up on this hilltop overlooking Cedarbrook Park, um, it was originally a golf course way back when. Uh, it's been a community center, I guess, since the 60s, maybe. Um, just fabulous facility, bright rooms. And so I had the tour and then sat down. And I guess if you've been following this thread or listening to this podcast, I started off when I had that toke and talked to that stranger who I'll never see again. Uh, He never picked up his, you know, the information I left in my mailbox for him. Um, but the idea stayed, and the idea was I want to offer something to the community where I can bring people in or together and we can talk. And it's part of the old mediator in me. It's part of the old um, teacher, ESL teacher. It's part of the volunteer who worked with a couple of community centers doing mediation. It's, it's a number of different parts of me who kind of want to do something that serves the community, but also serves, meets my own interests and needs. Now, something I have to be very careful about, uh, and I found this out, or reconfirmed this when I had lunch with Brent uh, yesterday. You know Brent, Brent Morris. I'm not going to mention much about that, other than we, it was just great to see him again. We had a wonderful talk and enjoyed a couple of great Space Invader beers, which I hadn't had before in draft, at uh, a pump house grill Excellent wings, uh, but most importantly, a a good chance to catch up and talk with Brent. 
Um, anyway, one of the subjects that came up was about recognizing ADHD uh, and how people who may have signs of it, and I am one of them, I guess, uh, and my son clearly has it, younger son, um, are often attracted to other people or aware of it in other people who maybe have some of the same symptoms. The thing about me is I get really excited about something new. I just got all fired up. If you remember, I went on and on about Robert Mitchum. I had to see all his movies, read the biography and so on. And if you follow through this podcast, there was a time when I was starting a new company, uh, Glanville Mediation Services, mediation business, which I should have followed up on. But what sometimes happens with people with these syndromes is that you, you, you get fired up on ideas and you get energized and I guess, I don't know, the dopamine kicks in or whatever and you're just really going on all cinders and you're very excited and it just, it just the ideas keep coming and it, it, there's a novelty to it and there's a thrill and then that kind of wears off. And when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of actually putting the whole thing together or making it happen, oh, God, that's not as much fun. And you might be on to the next thing. And so I'm very concerned that I'm at the stage now, wow, this I got a new idea. I want to hold classes. I want to hold them. I say classes, but I'm really thinking drop-in. What was clear today is I'm not sure what I want to do, but I did find out what I can't do in that sort of... Uh, run a business out of here, but I would have access to free classroom space to hold uh, a program here. I would qualify. I've got a very large multi-page permit account to fill out, request for space and so on, um, which he would help me with. And he recognized that I'm at the early stage. I don't even have a name for what it is I want to do. I'm not even sure if it's just for men or men and women, if it's just for seniors or older adults, which is 55 plus, um, if it's going to be ESL or if it's going to be drop-in like the men's group where we just we pick a topic each week, it'll really be kind of a blend of both. Um, there is one classroom. There's a lot of other bigger rooms you can sit around in, but there is a classroom uh, there would be possibility to have access to get, you know, a tea break, coffee break. Um, and and I would have to do everything, and it would not be for money. So there is an idea right there that, you know, when it came down to, he said, well, if you, I said, what if I proved there was a need for ESL class? He said, well, then if it was actually going to be a program, we'd have to sort of almost put out a tender, and we might say, yeah, there is a need but then we'd have to advertise the position and you might not get it. So in other words, I could create the framework and, and create the need for an ESL program, but they might hire somebody else to run it. So that's a, <laughs> that ain't going to go. Uh, but if it was a drop-in, and I'm not doing it for money, I could. But then, okay, how much time do I want to commit? Do I really want to do this? Do I need to do this? Is it for me? Whose needs are being met? I, you know, is, is it is it altruism or is it just filling in my own needs? Uh, you know, I want to think it's a bit altruistic that people would benefit from this, that it would be a, a doing a community service. But I've, I've just got to think a little deeper, a little harder, a little longer, and. Um, see where I go with this. I've already started making notes. I've already come up with the word chat. And it was interesting because he used the word chat too, uh, being an informal conversation. So it's community chat, Cedarbrook community chat. That's the name I've come up with. That is the facility. It is the place. And, um, yeah. So I'm going to leave it there. This is just a, a catch up note. It's not the end of this podcast yet. Uh, I'll probably, uh, come back and, and revisit the same topic. And this will be one of those rare instances where the entire Dixon Jane's episode is about kind of one idea, the, uh, the need to communicate within my local community. Yeah. All right. We'll leave it at that. Scarborough Dude signing off. I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. Bye-bye. Oh, I put the bell away already. Come on, come on, come on. Don't uh, get the bell out. Get the bell. Here we go. Here we go. 
Okay. <clears throat> Here I am at Buffers Park. It's Thursday. It's a sunny day. I haven't been outside other than to go to the bank. Uh, I got my poles with me. I should go for a walk. Feeling kind of lazy. And uh, I got to tell you, pretty depressed about the Ukraine situation. I just, I want Putin dead. I just want a rebellion in Russia. I want some senior military officers, somebody to, uh, you know, team up and say, we got to shoot this guy and just shoot him in the head. But that's probably not going to happen. And meanwhile, a lot more Ukrainians are going to suffer. <sighs> People will die. Children will experience trauma. Buildings will be destroyed. They'll be suffering for years to come. It's just so sad. And, and this stands out. You know, the, I mean, I've lived in my life, if I look at history, my God, from remembering the Vietnam War on, but all the other stuff. But this one just stands out, and I, I hate to think it's because they're mostly Europeans and white, and it's easier to ignore the tragedies of tribal warfare in Africa and other parts of the world where you can just say, oh, both sides are stupid, they're fighting each other. Often that's sort of a default, you know, you just don't, you don't pick a side. But here, it's clearly... Ukraine versus Putin, and and it's you don't want to hate all the Russian people. A lot of them, you know, sure, but you got to feel for some of the soldiers who didn't want to go over. Anyway, 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 you know all that. But it just it's just it's just so fucking sad. It's just so unnecessary at this time to have invade a country. We want this will be part of our empire. You can't have it. We're going to control it. Fuck you. They don't want that. Anyway, I mean, this is, it seems significant in history. And what I've been talking about on this podcast is so not significant and so unimportant. But I'm going to have to close it off anyway. This thing, I had this meeting yesterday. I mentioned, and, and I have the chance to run kind of a, a program, a, a, you know, a gathering, a, an engagement at this beautiful recreation center in Scarborough in the middle of a park or overlooking this park, really. And by the time I left, all the... All the joy, all the excitement, all the energy had run out, and I'm attributing some of that to the ADHD of just, okay, I had the thrill of thinking about a plan. I mean, following it through, making notes, planning it out, thinking about it all the time, going in, talking to a guy. I even put up a little poll on Nextdoor to see if there's any interest. Not much, but Nextdoor is hardly a, a way to judge the success or interest in a program. Um, but I just thought, I asked, well, why, why are you doing this? You know, what, what is the real motivation? And then I thought, come on, the weather's going to change. It's going to be spring. Do I want to be committed to preparing something? It's only, I would only plan on it twice a month, but there'd be prep, there'd be stuff to do. You know, for what reason? Does anybody really want it? You know, it's like I want to do something. So then I went back. I, I looked out uh, at community centers where they do mediation. Oh, I could maybe I should volunteer just to be a mediator again. And realize, wait a minute now, you studied, you, you earned your certificate twenty years ago. You haven't done anything in mediation for a very long time. Your skills are a little rusty. Who would want you? And you're seventy three, soon seventy four. Who the hell wants you? They don't need you. So. Part of it is just why was I why was I doing this? I guess the the air really went out of the my sails when that person who was going to come to my house the next day so we could exchange information and meet again when he never came and thoughts went through my mind. Okay, he forgot the address. That's possible, and he's not just going to walk up to every house on Farmbrook and check the letterbox. 
So that that is a possibility. Number two, he caught um, COVID and was sick the next day. Well, that's not likely from me because I'm certainly over it and it just wouldn't have happened that quickly. Uh, although he could have got it from somebody else. Um, I think he just probably maybe forgot the letterbox and the chances of meeting him again but he, are slim next to none. But the thing is, I was going to use him as sort of a, hey, I have an idea and share the idea with him to see if together with this person, it would give me that little extra oomph to say, yeah, go ahead. Sounds like a great idea. Um, and just on my own, I have to ask myself, well, Ken, why, why are you doing this? Who, who's asked you for this? You know, where, where's the crying need? You know, it's, it, is it not just to satisfy your own, you know, whatever? I don't know. So I guess it's pretty well dead. And uh, <laughs> I guess what I've done is sort of taken you through a, a week in my life of, of highs and lows. I mean, the, the buzz started with that toke and I, and I, I kind of wanted to make something out of it, but that's really, it's a reflection of how my brain works. And I got into this talk a little bit with Brent about that idea of sort of firing on, on, on certain things of getting an energy from ideas and thoughts, but the follow through is just a different story altogether. Well, that's not fun. That's not interesting. And I could see that in just so many things in my life that I, I get fired up on ideas. I mean, I've had, I've sat on great ideas for a while and I don't think it's so much that the ideas are bad. It's just the work involved, the commitment, the focus, the determination, the, the needing to carry on to make something happen. There's not enough energy in that, that sector. It's just, no, oh, hey, whoa. It's fun to think about, but to actually do it, come on. So that's it. So I've pretty well filled this podcast talking about an idea to begin a course. Even even I've got Beatles number one I've been listening to on the way here, and oh my God, how I love it. I'm going to be recording with Anthony tonight. It got postponed, and I'm really anxious to talk about it. But anyway... <sighs> I was thinking, yeah, well, well, that'd be fun. Do a course on the Beatles. Surely people would come in and you play a couple of songs every week, you know. And then, again, you know, there's something I could get excited about and I could just see the how you do it, having people share. And then, of course, you know, who's really going to show up? Well, it could be for anybody, any age. Oh, no, because you want to talk about, I mean, I'd go straight to the ad and thank Dylan for getting them high the first time and the dentist to get them onto acid. And here's the song that came after they started taking acid. And I'd go in that direction and uh, <laughs> it would probably spoil it for a lot of people. And oh my God, I'm still visiting this Beatles fan page on Facebook and the number of assholes... And there's other innocent people. I love the Beatles. That's all they post. Just, I love the Beatles. And, and I think it's genuine, and that's fine, and that's good. But there's always somebody who really wants to spoil the party. So I've been doing, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm kind of, they are almost 60 years, part of my life. You know? Wow. So I am excited to talk about it. So there's something to do. But anyway, boys and girls, <sighs> If you've listened through this and stuck with me, uh, I, I, I do have to wonder why sometimes anybody would. I am grateful that anybody does. I know the numbers are pretty low, but the fact that some people out there keep coming back and and listen, tune in to my inner turmoil, my, my inner reflections, my my need to try and make sense of things. And it's funny because it, this did start from this war, from hearing about it, from that day of being so disturbed. And now I'm ending with it. And it's there's a rumor. I, I mean, I'm just following the latest tweets that Putin will declare martial law, which means nobody can leave the country. Uh, and uh, they can cramp down on, you know, on any protests at all. 
And that's scary for a lot of people in Russia who, hey, I'm not a supporter and who would like to get out. I am glad to see them seize the billionaire's assets. Uh, they showed one boat that was, I think it was at least $700 million for a fucking yacht. Now, how does, how does anybody get $700 million fucking dollars? This is not a, a, a hardworking, honest man putting in a day's labor. Jesus Christ. This, yeah, go after those fuckers, too. But they basically, with the end, I don't want to go in. I'm not a historian, and I know people could jump at me. But just, there was that period of hope with Gorbachev and the end of the former, you know, Soviet Union and, okay, New Russia. And then it just it just became a place for crime and corruption and theft and cruelty and brutality. And dictatorship. Oh, I don't think that's what uh, uh, Lenin had in mind or Marx. But anyway, you know, enough of my ill-informed ramblings. I'm just, I'm just genuinely, I'm, I'm just genuinely fucking sad. I'm just sad that people are suffering. Innocent people who didn't want this, who just want to get on with their lives. And they're suffering, and their lives are going to be, some of them cut short. Some of them die awful deaths. And a country's going to be ruined because of some fucking asshole. Fuck you, Putin. Fuck you. Bam! Fucking bullet in the head. You're dead, you fucker. Fuck you. Sorry. I mean, sorry. But it just, that's what you want. Fucking just erase that guy from history. Well, no, keep him in history. Just erase him. Kill him. Ugh, what an ugly way to end a podcast. But uh, that's it, folks. Bye for now. See you next week.